some say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. While some say that he's on a journey. It's the journey, and here's your host, David Hackett. Another journey, and today we're going to be changing mindsets. Yes, that is a concept that we're going to talk about because changing mindsets can mean a lot of things. But we join our guest today, and I'm saying this off the cuff because we had a miss up in the email system, so I'm trying to ring this. But we welcome Monica to the journey. Hi, thank Hi. you, David, so much. How are you? you? I'm good, thanks. Now I said I've got no notes. You know yourself what you want to talk about. So I'm going to one off what you tell me. But, okay. but my joke is, and it's a good starter point, apart from the obvious that I was born. What is your earliest memory of your earliest part of your journey? So now my journey, definitely my recollection or my present awareness of my journey started when I had an accident back in 2017, I was, I was hit by a fire truck. I was not supposed to walk away. And that same day I was like, I am just really tired of running around in a circle. I had just left from a marriage. I was in my fifties. I was in a different place in space, trying to figure things out. And then the accident. The accident was the start of my journey because it was the first time in my life I was unable to do anything. That was scary. That was the scariest time for me because I was in a neck brace. I was in a full brace from my neck down to my waist. I was in a foot boot. So working was out. Driving was out. And I was scared to be in a car because of being hit by a fire truck. I was like, I don't want to be in a car. Every time I heard the fire truck, I panicked. So it was a very traumatic. Um, it, it was almost as if God was breaking everything down that I knew and I thought I could do to getting me to listen to him, my higher power, and trust him through this process. because. This was definitely a journey for me. I had a lot going on. Like I said, I was in my 50s. I was tr- struggling with my relationships with my children who were older, who were, I think, dealing with the fact that I was leaving their dad. That was very major for them because we had been together for all of their lives. I I was leaving after 30 years of marriage. So mm. it was it was them processing. But at the time, it was just so overwhelming for me. So that's when the journey started. Yeah. Um, me on my road. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound blunt in saying this. No one would want to be hit by a fire truck because they're not exactly like vehicles. You're right. It was, it was, I mean, I'm going to be honest. When I, re- I remember driving and I remember hearing a fire truck, but I couldn't tell where it was. It was at night and 
I was on a straightaway. And the fire truck was coming from my right, an intersection. So I was going through an intersection. They were coming from the right. And from, you know, when you were taught, when you hear fire truck, stop, or uh, please stop, pull over. So I stopped, but where I stopped at was kind of right, almost in the middle of the intersection, not in the middle, but it was because I was like, oh, I heard it, stop. And I got T-bone from the right side. So I think for a minute, I kind of lost track of my senses and what was going on. Cause I remember waking up like, ah, I want to go home. And they were like, you just got hit by a fire truck. You cannot go anywhere. You cannot go home. <laughs> so um, it's, it's like the story of fight or flight. When you go through a stressful or traumatic experience, you have that burst of euphoria or energy or your senses are a little distorted where you're in that state of, I'm, I, and, and it was, and then when I came to and realized that it, it was a definite journey and I didn't know where that was going to take me. I was in sheer panic and I'm mm. a spiritual person. So, so how, do you remember how long you was in hospital for? So now, um, interestingly enough, um, we got me to the hospital. They took x-rays. I started at one hospital. This was in Maryland. In the hospital I was in, they emerged, they emergency, they took me by emergency truck to another hospital, which was in Washington, DC, which specialized in that Washington Hospital Center. So they got me there, they did the test, they said, listen, we've got to do surgery, we got to do it immediately. You suffered um some tearing in your spine and neck. And I was scared to death with surgery. I had I never really had any surgeries except with uh the birth of my children. That was pretty much the extent of it. So when they said neck and spine, and I heard all these horror stories about people having problems with their neck, their back, and all of that. So I was, but I had to have it. So it wasn't a lot of time, but in my mind it was racing and it was like I had felt like I had no choice. Had to just go with it. And I trusted and prayed. And believe it or not, they couldn't believe I was walking the next day. I was attempting to walk. They were like, this is unheard of. <laughs> <And> they're <laughs> like, there's, there's no way. This is what are you doing? So honestly, I was let go within a couple of days. And that's only because I had support in place. Um, meaning I had to have a um, PT, an occupational therapist, a physical therapist. I had several, let me end this and get that out of here. Okay. Um, so I... So I my thinking was I'm going back to where I was living <laughs> originally. But at the time there were steps to get up to the house. Then my room was up another flight of steps. I could they were like, no ma'am, you're you're not you're not gonna be able to stay by yourself anymore. So the fact of me being independent was gone. I had to go back to my husband, which I said, I'm gonna try this again. And that was another journey so mm. you know that was in 2017 here we are in 2023 and life is completely different the journey is it's definitely been a journey david yeah so about changing mindsets i assume this yeah. was the emphasis behind you having the accident because when you have an accident or when like you said any traumatic injury of any description 
it changes your mindset. Is that the meaning? Voila. Voila. So um, after that, I just didn't know what I was going to do with myself. All I had was myself and my faith. So I began to figure, I, I, I was on a journey to self-purpose. What am I supposed to be doing? And I know I got a second chance. This was my second chance. So I didn't want to mess it up. So I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I originally said, ah, you know what? I think I should become a life coach because I have a background in psychology, blah, 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 blah. Well, anyway, I found this program that has a wonderful coaching program. However, it starts with you. And originally I was like, oh, I don't need any of that. I'm good. <laughs> I don't have any trauma. <laughs> okay. So got in the program, probably two weeks in. I was a crybaby every day. I was like, I needed this so bad. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> and the journey began. So after that, I got my certification with a specialty in trauma, abuse, addictions, alcoholism, negative um, self, self-worth, and um, unhealthy relationships. So then it was, what do I do with this life coaching certification? So I said, ah, I'm going to do my own business. So I sent out 10 different names that I found, like purpose this and this kind of this. And so changing mindsets was one of the choices. So I sent it out to people. I prayed on it. Changing mindsets was actually the third choice. But when I started thinking of who I am and what I want, to be about, that was the logical choice because everything about my life was about me changing my mindset and how I did it and how it helped me to go from being uncertain in life, not knowing what to do or where to go, to having a clear path to living life thrivingly, not just surviving, but thriving, happy, flourishing, and willing to share that with others. I'm actually working on the publication of my first book. So, yeah, that's where Changing Mindsets came from. I like that because, like I said, everyone's a survivor of some description. And you you touched upon some of the subjects there where you said about negative about yourself and bad relationships. You know, people just don't automatically think of the obvious as well so that's what i like as well because you go beyond the obvious and you go into subjects that make it approachable for everyone yes yes and the interesting thing that i do also is i offer services to clients um sometimes they really just don't have the ability to pay so i have a couple of options um there are options of testimonials like if you really want the services and I can you know I do a financial sheet with you and I bless people um with services um as long as you're doing the work as long as you're willing to give your testimonial after you know so many weeks how it's coming and I will and then and you're allowing me to publish that I will do that so um and I and I work in schools um a lot of low income areas to build up programs. I'm in the process of writing some programs for building up our children in our inner city youth to give them a better perspective, a different mindset, kind of rewiring 
the thinking. And there's some things that we're doing in positive intelligence that's really um, changing the game in this market. And I think that's going to be the way that we're going. It's really the focus of and shifting our minds on positive, how we can make good changes, how we can live life on better terms. So it's just a shift. We've been so conditioned to thinking one way in the box, but not so it's changing and broadening. So yeah. Yeah. And you've probably heard about the expression positive mental attitude PMA. That is the way I always look at things. And that's what I hope people do. And that's so helpful, isn't it, David? You have to be positive because, believe it or not, there's negative all around, but there's positive too. Because in the midst of sometimes negative stuff, you can learn something. If we're very active and observant and present, there are things that we can learn. There are things that we can call to our own attention if we're presently aware. A lot of times we're here, we're there, we're thinking about this and thinking about that, but we, when we practice the skill of tuning in, fine tuning, and there's very simple things that you can do to do that, which is focusing your attention to specific things. Touch. Touch is probably one of the biggest things because there's so dimensions of touch. And when you start feeling things, you're presently aware. It causes you to be present on that. So mm. It's helping people to be presently aware and be appreciative of that because in a minute's notice, as I realized in that car accident, I could have been gone just that quickly. And I was so caught up in wanting to do this and wanting to do that, that it, it really didn't matter. It's, it's, it's what you do now and how your quality of life, because what we have to understand is the next phase of life is the end of that life. So it's kind of, People think it's more of it, but we have to think about all phases of life. And the more that we do, the better we're prepared for it. Because yeah. what happens is we don't think about it. And as soon as it happens to someone that's close, it's very devastating because we don't want to think about it. So sometimes it's dealing with those tough, challenging things little by little, but giving us the opportunity to evolve and that's what we're we're here for is really to evolve and sometimes i think we're afraid of our own greatest strength so we kind of be quiet or we shell in because of experiences but those are really opportunities to grow and give character so it's just redefining those ways of looking at things yeah. you know so we've covered the past we covered the present now, you said about the future as well, but how do you see the future is going to develop for you as a business, as you as a person? So the blessing is that um, when I started the business in 2020, I decided to do my business plan. I decided to do mentorship with other businesses, going to entrepreneurial institutes and really just learning a lot. So now the future provides opportunities for me to do contract work. Um, I'm writing my first book. I have a book coach that I absolutely love. So the book is coming out. Expect to see that in June. That's the timetable now. But you'll, you'll see changing mindsets in a lot of opportunities coming up. I've got speaking engagements that are coming down the pipeline, um, more podcast opportunities. I'm planning to 
um, launch my own podcast soon. So, so changing mindsets is really going to be at the forefront of advocating mental health wellness and helping people to understand that that is not a one package deal. It will be customizable and it has to be. We have to understand there's different ways of processing yeah. and we have to understand how and what's effective for each mm. individual. And what would you say to aspiring people watching or listening in now? What would you say to them? I would say you can do anything that you put your mind to, honestly. If you are willing to do the work now, it is going to take time because change is an action word. It is not something that you say that you're going to do and you don't do anything about it. So if you really want to change, tune in, see what your inner self is saying, and then develop a plan to work yourself into changing to being the change that you want to be, that you want to see. You've got, it starts with you. So if you're willing to change and willing to develop some different um, patterns of behavior that are going to be best suited for you, because some of the be behaviors that we've done before comes from our past and a means of defending ourselves, a means of survival. We've developed these things, these baggages that it's time to drop them off. We're going on vacation and we can't take all this baggage anymore. So that's what I say. I would say that embrace life understand that all that life has learn as much as you can life is for the learning when it's over you can't learn anything so yeah. just try to spend every day learning something and thanking you know thanking your higher power for being here because every day is an opportunity to be better and it's okay if you messed up yesterday you can do better today it's okay okay and one last question how can people get in contact with you for further information or ask for help? absolutely absolutely i would love to have you call me. My direct contact is 724-389-7553. My email address, Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A dot Squires, S-Q-U-I-R-E-S at changing, C-H-A-N-G-I-N-G mindset. M-I-N-D-S-E-T-S-L-L-C.com and my website, www.changingmindsetsllc.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Alignable, and also um, Jobcase. I'm there as well. So reach out. I'm going to be on YouTube soon. I'd love to hear from you. Love to work with you. And that would be the ways you could reach me, Mr. Hackett. Thank you. Monica, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Thank you, David. It was absolutely a pleasure. Looking forward to doing great things and seeing you again, Mr. David. Thank you. That was The Journey, hosted by Wise Words Imaging, hosted by David Hackett. Be sure to like, subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon.